Welcome. You are listening to a Spiritual Gift for Commuters podcast, a weekly podcast show dedicated to listeners who travel daily from home to work, near and far, while still coping with the rigors of everyday life. If you don't mind hearing a few words of encouragement and empowerment, we invite you to sit back and listen in. Here's your host, Pastor Ray Lane. When was the last time you received a compliment? I hope it was today. I'm Pastor Ray Lane with a spiritual gift for the those who are commuting to work and to and from work. Years ago, there was a Dr. Crane in Chicago that wrote a syndicated column, and it came to the newspaper where I lived in Colorado Springs. One issue he wrote about paying compliments, and it caused me to conscientiously add paying compliments to my way of life. As you know, the entire purpose of these podcasts is that you, the commuter, or a person simply on life's journey, can think about and discover ways to enrich your life. Paying compliments is one small facet of an enriched life. The flip side of when did you receive a compliment is when did you last pay a compliment? If that's something you regularly regularly do, congratulations. If you ever feel you've been shorted in receiving compliments, you probably aren't paying enough compliments to others. Dr. Crane once said he was an over-educated farmer because he dispensed horse scents. Dr. Crane encouraged his readers and listeners to start a compliment club, a compliment club for people to enhance their relationships. In one column, he reported that part of his counseling program was the lady that had written to him was employed by a lawyer, and he seemed to be always in a bad mood, which made her employment really difficult. His advice to her was this, pay him a compliment. Now saying something nice to a person has to be true and heartfelt or else it's a statement that's worthy of some pretty derogatory remarks. Anyway, this lady would search every day for something nice to say to the boss that wasn't condescending. This went on for several weeks so you can imagine what kind of an employer he was. He was he was a little tough to tolerate. Then one day he was wearing a, a tie that she could can say something about. She says, that's a nice tie. He was in the middle of one of his normal angry conversations about a client. But when he said that, he just simply stopped cold. <laughs> It was a shock, a shock for him to hear a polite word. It was a little easier to find the second compliment a few days later, and eventually it was a daily event that she paid compliments to him. By that time, he had softened to the point that he became pleasant to work with. Then the lawyer noticed that this was a very nice lady and asked if she would join him for dinner someday some evening. Well, that ended up with marriage, and it all started out with a compliment.
I love that story. I've told it many times. It basically changed him from a bit of an ogre to a lovable man. Then there are several scriptures in the special part of the Bible known as Wisdom Letter that back up this kind of activity. They are found in Proverbs chapter 12 and 15. Worry weighs us down. A cheerful word picks us up. Say that again. Worry weighs us down, but a cheerful word picks us up. Then anxious hearts are very heavy, but a word of encouragement does wonders. Also, congenial conversation, what a pleasure. The right word at the right time, beautiful. Also, a person has joy in giving an appropriate answer, and a nice word at the right time, how good it is. Then in 1 Thessalonians, in the New Testament, we find this. Encourage each other and build each other up. Those words are written inside the folder that I carry my notes in with whenever I'm speaking at some gathering. They were given to me many years ago by a friend, and every time I am a speaker, I have fond memories of him. Some of you might find it hard to put into words what it takes to make a, a compliment. So sometimes there you can use body language to make a compliment, to express appreciation. A thumbs up or something more perhaps. My wife wrote this about an event that we witnessed years ago. A mime had taken up his, his position on the sidewalk. You know, a mime is a person who expresses just emotions. But he'd taken up his position on the sidewalk and was going through his routine. He raised his white glove hand and turned in jokey, jerking, mechanical, robotic manner. We were people watching on Pier 39 in San Francisco. I wish I could have had a video camera because what followed was refreshing, never to be forgotten scene. A young Japanese couple, tourists, were passing by and saw the mime and did a double take. The young lady was completely entranced. She went right up to him and waved her hand in his face. She couldn't believe he was human. She grinned at him and then tried talking to him, and the mime, of course, didn't speak a word. But he did change his routine. He went all out, all out expressing his approval and interest in her. His hands and facial movements reflected emotions such as love, respect, and surprise. It was a mutual admiration time. The young pup couple asked if they'd get a picture of him with the girl, and he happily obliged. He stood beside the girl and her husband as they stapped some photos. It was an excellent example of communication without words. When God speaks, he doesn't always use spoken words. Sometimes he uses circumstances, both difficult and pleasant. He uses what Christians call doors of opportunity. He uses the inner presence of the Holy Spirit to compel us toward certain goal. 
And finally, he uses the Bible to confirm the other means of guidance and direction. This last point is extremely critical, for it's possible that we may get the impression from sources other than the Lord. Isaiah 30:21 says, When you turn to the right or left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. There's an inner encouraging voice that we must learn to recognize as God's. We always, it always agrees with the Word of God, the Bible. I find that it's helpful for me to write down what I hear otherwise in an hour or a day later. I can't remember what I heard or what I thought was God speaking to me. In God's speaking will, finding His will in all matters, there are three ways to test whether it's or not it's from God who is speaking to you. The first question, is there an open door? If God is really calling, others will know and opportunities will come. Second, is the leading of the, is it the leading of the Holy Spirit? Is how do you feel when you pray about your decision or direction you should go? Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. If you aren't at peace, then don't proceed at that time. I've used that scripture in my own life multiple, multiple times when I'm not sure about some point of action or something I want to say or do. And it really, I found that it really works. There's a few times I wasn't at peace about it and I didn't do it and later was glad that I didn't. Then third, is there a scripture that agrees with the direction you seem to be getting? <clears throat> Those are some of the ways that we can recognize good things that are coming to us. And it all applies to the idea of paying compliments. It's a, it's a good thing. There's another issue too. The Bible tells us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and spirit. Have you paid a compliment to God in thanking Him for all the creation around you? Man does some creative things as well, but man is pretty accomplished at messing up what he has created as well, what God has created as well. The second part of that scripture about loving God is that we are to love God and love our neighbor as ourselves, everyone is our neighbor. And if we don't think we are lovable too, we need to examine why. And maybe we can do something that makes us a little more lovable, like giving a compliment. When Dr. Crane was writing, he urged everyone to start a compliment club. And I've done that in, uh, I think, five different churches, or six different churches where we were pastors. And that's my message to you today. Whether or not you are lovable, start a compliment club. You and your family and your workplace and your community where you live will be a better place for it. Remember that God created us in His image, so we all have the ability to be creative. Find a way to creatively pay compliments.
Thank you for listening to me today. I hope that you found something of helpful for you. I'll be back in another week. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact me on email at rayhope13514 at gmail.com. That's Ray, R-A-Y, Hope, H-O-P-E, 13514 at gmail.com. On the air, I can recommend my friend Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk or possibly a radio station on possibly a radio station near you. There are also many good church services on television, including Dr. David Jeremiah for your enrichment. If you have tough questions about spiritual things like why does suffering happen, I might be able to give you an answer, but that's best done through an organization by the name of R-Z-I-M on YouTube. That's R as in Robert, Z as in Zebra, I as in Ida, M as in Mary. I listen to them most days. Then if you live in San Diego County, the Escondido Church of Nazarene is on South Redwood Street. You would be welcome there, and perhaps I might see you there. Then I <clears throat> discovered a church on Easter Sunday that uh, I really enjoyed. It's Dove Creek of the Nazarene in Atascadero, on the central coast of California. Well, so long for now. I'll see you next time, or hear you, or you'll hear me next time. Thank you so much for listening. This concludes this week's segment of Spiritual Gifts for Commuters podcast. Thank you for listening. Pastor Lane will be here again next week. He hopes you'll join him then too. If you have any additional questions or comments, you can contact Pastor Lane via email at rayhope13514 at gmail.com. That email once again, rayhope13514 at gmail.com. If you reside in the San Diego County region, Escondido Church of the Nazarene on South Redwood Street welcomes you to join them. And perhaps you'll meet Pastor Lane there as well. Until then, fellow listeners and friends, be well, be strong, and be encouraged.